Hill's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy. Thank you for joining. I am your host, your coach today, and good morning. Yes, it's morning because we're waking up, waking up to our true life. And I will tell you that uh, the wake-up call that we're getting today is a very special one. And uh, But before I go into our subject today, this let me, as always, remind you and ask you how your week was. Hopefully you had a great week that was full of gratitude. Remember living every day in thanks and gratitude. And did you give? Were you able to give wherever you could this week? As well as when you chose, because you have the power to choose, love first, then choose. If you did that, I know you had a great week and you made a great week for others. So thank you for that and welcome to the show today. Today's subject is really a carryover from yesterday. Today is Monday, but yesterday was Mother's Day. Now, Mother's Day is, uh, is every May. It's the second Sunday of every May is what I understand. And and it's almost like it's a holiday, but it really isn't. And And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today, because it should be a holiday, but it's really not a holiday. No one actually gets the day off, if you will. Moms get the day off from having to make breakfast in the morning or or something like that. But it's really not a holiday, and it probably should be. Maybe we just give mothers that Monday day, that Monday off, the following Monday off. Uh, but the fact is that we we look at it as one day. Now, usually when there is a holiday, we have a birthday. And we celebrate that day, or it could be an anniversary, the day an event happened, we'll go back and we'll celebrate that event, that one day. And then we'll, uh, or we'll, we'll celebrate the birth of a, a president or, uh, or something else, or some event took place and that becomes the holiday and that's what we celebrate. Mothers, on the other hand, there isn't this one event. Mothers are mothers 365 days out of the year. So why do we just dedicate one day to celebrate mothers? And in fact, it's a Sunday where you know, no one's taking the day off. It's just a, a day that we're recognizing mothers. I think it should be more than that. What do you think? I mean, mothers are really giving their all every day of the year. And for us to just take one day a Sunday on a weekend to buy flowers and say, thanks, mom, yeah, it doesn't quite seem to get it. So I'd like to propose that we take maybe the whole week. How's that? We we use the whole week and we, and we take the S off of Mother's Day and we put it at the end and we just call it Mother Days. So we're going to have Mother Days. This is the second day of Mother Days that we're celebrating today, this Monday. 
So uh, Mother Days, all week, I want uh, to make sure that we just tell the mothers in our life how much they mean to us. Can you do that? Why don't we do that? I'm going to start something here. Uh, maybe a That's my proposal. I might even send out a petition uh, that we, we change Mother's Day to Mother Days, and we do it for the week. Anyway, um, just a thought. Uh, but certainly, mothers have a great influence on us, and I would love to hear directly from you what your take is, what your thoughts are about motherhood, about your mother, if you have a comment about your mother, or if you want to make comment about you, yourself being a mother, or uh, you know what, what motherhood means to you, um, I'm going to open the phone lines, and hopefully we'll get some people calling in to give us their take on it. We can either have a conversation about it, or depending on how many calls we get, we just may do a rapid fire, and everybody just has you know a minute or two to say something about mother days. Uh, the number here is... 866-404-6519. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from all the mothers out there. I'd love to hear from the sons and daughters, because that's the one thing we all have in common. Everybody who's ever lived on this earth has one thing in common, and that's a mother. Now, uh, the mother's usually, the mother is the one that gives birth. Not always is it the same person that raises you, but when that mother does raise you, and in fact, all of us, most of us are, have been raised by a mother, whether it's our, uh, our birth mother or, or, or someone who is playing that role, uh, there usually comes a lot of love with that and guidance. And there's something very special about the guidance and love that comes with raising children. We're going to talk about that and how that influences our life. Uh, hey, guess what? We've got a caller, and I would love to hear... Uh, what the caller has to say about uh, Mother's Day or Mother Days. And the caller is Malena. Malena, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Well, hello, and thanks for calling in. Oh, certainly. What, what, uh, what's your comment on this subject today? Uh, well, I had a great relationship with my mother and my grandmother, who both uh, took a great care in raising me. And I love them very much. Um, my mother is, uh, she is about to turn 70 in, I guess, a month and a half. So I'm excited about that. My grandmother's no longer with us, but she uh, had a very long life and a full life. And I'm glad to know her for part of it. So I, uh, when I meet my mother, I'm, I'm, my husband and I are still uh, waiting for our placement uh, to adopt children, so we're very excited. But when uh, we become parents, we're hoping to uh, give them the same type of love and support that we've experienced from our families, including our mothers. Wow, that's wonderful. Adoption is a very uh, key part of, of, of this subject as well, because there are many children who do not know who they're biological mothers are or, or not or have been separated for one reason or another from their biological mothers and to have someone really care enough and to love enough and to desire enough to to bring that child into their family into their home that is very very special mm-hmm. well, we're, we're very excited to have them we, we have uh we have their room already and we just need them to show up so that we can love and care for them and, and go through the journey of becoming uh, 
their family and uh, welcoming them into our home. Oh, that's so special. Thank you for that. That is so so cool. Thanks a lot for that. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> and thank you for listening to True Life Academy. We really appreciate your uh, you being out there. Oh, sure. Hopefully we're I meeting. I am inspired by what you have to say. Oh, cool. Thanks a lot, Milena. And uh, keep listening. We've got lots more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Well, the, uh, well everyone, I'm, I'm uh, really glad we had that caller in because there was a, a facet of motherhood that uh, the caller just brought to us uh, and I didn't even think about it. Now, here's the deal. This is the reason I need you to call in. This is the reason I want you to call in because here I am, a man, talking about Mother Days or Mother's Day, and there's no way I have ever been or ever will be a mother, but I do have enough uh, love and, and respect and appreciation for what mothers bring that I think it's worth the time to spend today's show dedicated to talking about this subject, but I can't do justice to it. I know I can't do justice to it. So if you saw the advertisements go out on on Twitter and Facebook and, and my blog and all of that, then then you were probably thinking, well, what's he going to say about mother motherhood? He's not. He's a man. What would he know? Well, honestly, not a lot. So that's why I need you to call in, weigh in, tell us what you think, tell us your perspective, a woman's perspective, a mother's perspective, a potential mother's perspective on this whole issue of Mother Days. Um, I will tell you this. I can give you my... Um, uh, my take on what's happened in my life with my mother. Uh, my mother is is has passed uh, several years ago, but she still is with me today. She lives with me today. Her love stays with me today, every day, and I know that and I feel that every day. And it's so it's so wonderful because you know some people uh, they they get very. Um, depressed or or sad when they lose a parent and certainly it is a sad time to lose uh your mother but i will tell you it's also uh time to reflect and to understand that you've only lost them in the flesh that they are with you always and will be with you always and so anyone going through that right now whether your your mother is ill or have you may have just lost her um, or even if, if they're still with you and you know at some point you will, believe this, they stay with you as long as you're uh, alive. So you never, never really, really lose them. And I just want to share that with you. Uh, now, when I was growing up, uh, you know, mothers are, are, are kind of sacred, if you will, in terms of how we view motherhood and how we, how we view mothers. And that's the way it's should be. Our culture here in the U.S. and, in fact, cultures around the world uh, really revere motherhood. You know, in the U.S., if, if, you, if you have a, a very dangerous situation, maybe there's a fire in the home or, or something going on, what do they say? Who's get, who gets rescued first? <laughs> Women and children, right? That's the, mother, the mother-child relationship that's being saved because, because that is the future of our species, Right. So mother, child, women, and children, those are the, the, important, uh, the important parts of, of, of our continuing to be uh, a species on this planet. So that's how important mothers are, and we need to really make sure that we 
take that into account as we say thank you and and provide the gratitude. Um, I did mention that I do uh, some advertising on Facebook, and I changed my Facebook profile profile uh, picture to show the last picture that I have of my mother and I together. So uh, just make sure that you recognize them in some way and uh, do whatever you can anytime you can. So we're going to take a break here in a few seconds, and when we come back, I'm going to give you some insights uh, from my perspective on motherhood. Talk to you soon. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi again, welcome back, and the subject today is Mother Days. Yes, we've changed it. It's no longer a one-day holiday or one-day celebration. It's a week-long holiday, Um, and if I had the authority, I would give all mothers the rest of the week off. So uh, when I grow my business big enough to encompass thousands and thousands of mothers, hold me to that one, okay, because mothers... Mother Days will be a holiday in my company. All right, so here we go. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the different facets of motherhood. And again, I do need your help with this one. This is a man talking about mothers, so keep me honest. 
call in. And the number is 866-404-6519. But let me tell you what I do know. I do know that mothers have the greatest influence over our lives than anyone else in our lives. Wow. That's a big statement, isn't it? Yes, it is, because it is true. I'm telling you from firsthand experience, and I'm telling you from the experience I know others of you have had, and I would say all of you have had. Uh, if you are not um, close to your mothers as a child, that will have an impact on your life. If you're very close to your mother, it will have an impact on your life. The things your mother says and does and gives you in, in the way of, of unconditional love or not or, or what have you, those things impact your life. If you remember a few weeks back, we had a guest on. Kirsten Bloomquist was her name. She was a hypnotherapist. Now, when you talk about hypnotherapy, you're really talking about getting in touch with the what she called the unconscious mind. And those things that lay deep in your unconscious mind, um, you could call it your subconscious mind, your unconscious mind, but those things that lay very deep are those things around uh, your memories, uh, your your core values, those things that are impressed upon you throughout your life. And what, uh, what we were told at that time, and I remember hearing this, it was that the first seven to ten years of your life are where many of these things are imprinted upon you and they remain with you for a lifetime. So if you don't think that your mothers have an influence over you or impact on you, think about that for a minute. The first seven years of your life, where are you? Who are you with? Who's taking care of you? Who makes sure that you're living? Who makes sure that you're eating, that you're getting up, that you learn how to dress yourself and, and, and wash your face and, and take care of yourself, your hygiene? And all of those things are not just things that you're being taught by your mother, but along with those teachings comes values that are being imprinted upon you, what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong. So mothers have an influence over you at the very beginning. And those things stay with you forever. Now, certainly, uh, those are lifelong influences and lifelong lessons that stay with you. Uh, I'll tell you uh, one of the things that I remember as if it were yesterday. I was seven. I believe I was seven years old. I don't know the exact age. I would say anywhere between uh, five, six years old and I'll say between six and ten so there's a four-year period there because I don't know the exact age I was. But I do remember where I was, and where I was uh, indicates to me that that's how old I was. So my mother was sitting with a group of her friends. They were having – she had friends over the house, and they were having coffee and, and just talking as, as uh, friends do when they get together. And uh, one of the questions that I was asked was, as they were laughing and joking with each other, uh, they asked me, I was running around and, and happened to run in the kitchen where they were, and they asked me, oh, what do you think middle-aged is? And I looked at them, and you know, the term was kind of odd to me because I don't think I ever thought about that term, middle-aged. And they asked me the question, what's middle-aged? And I said, well, um, 30? <laughs> so, I mean, I had no clue. But I was thinking, well, 30 is, you know, people only live till 60, so 30 must be in the middle. And, you know, that was my logic as a kid. Uh, certainly now, as an adult, I'd like to believe that middle age is more around 50. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, 
that was one of the questions. Now, the other question that one of my mother's friends asked me, and this is the one that really influenced my life and, and really stayed with me. Was the, her friend asked me, and I don't know who it was, I can't remember who it was that asked the question, but I was asked, well, little Clarence, I, was, I had a nickname at the time, I won't share that with you here, but she said, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I thought about it a second, and I just couldn't answer the question. I, I was just silent, and I kind of shrugged my shoulders, you know, pro, you know just a body gesture. Um, and my mother looked at me, and she said, you know what? It's okay if you don't know right now what you're going to be when you grow up or what you want to be when you grow up. You know why? And I said, why? She said, because you can be anything that you want to be. You hear me? You can be anything that you want to be. Now, I remember that as if it were yesterday. And you know what? That has really served me well throughout my, throughout my life. In fact, I had had so many failures in life. I had been down and out. Some of you who know my story, I've been homeless on the street, flat, broke, busted, disgusted, thoroughly disgusted, you know, waking up in the backseat of, of, of a car. I mean, I remember those words even at that moment in time that, you know what, I can be anything that I want to be. Not just because my mom said it, but it imprinted upon me a level of truth. It became my reality. It became my truth. And holding on to that, I was certainly able to to advance and, and become many, many things uh, in life, many, what I would call great things in life. And, and even what I'm doing right now, I believe this is great work that I'm doing to try to help people. But this is what I want to do. I want to be this. This is where I am. And that really stuck with me from the very beginning. So you young mothers out there, if you're listening and you want to impress upon your child a level of happiness, a level of success, a level of gratitude, a level of, of joy, give them that. You have that power. You have the ability to give them that. And they may not reflect it immediately, and they may not reflect it even in a few years, 10 years from, from the time you give that to them. It may not show up, but it is in them, and it will stay within them, and it will guide them. It will influence their lives. So uh, remember that, please. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you. That was uh, my take on the influence that mothers have, and uh, hopefully you agree. Again, if you have any comments about your own uh, abilities to, uh, to parent and mother children, share that with me. I'd love to hear it today. Uh, the other thing I want to share with you around motherhood is that the love that mothers give is beyond it's it's beyond measure it's not just unconditional the the word unconditional doesn't seem to do it justice mothers a mother's love is beyond anything that you can imagine now if you also remember several weeks ago i had on the show with us uh, liz skyam now liz was a a new mother at the time she joined us her uh daughter was 4 months old i believe and so it was a couple of months ago, uh, Liz was with us, and Liz talked to us about being a new mother. And the one thing I remember her saying to all of us was that the level of love that she feels for her daughter is unlike anything she has 
ever felt. She could not even imagine that level of love in her life before. Now, that's something special. I mean, when you say, I'm going to love this person unconditionally, and I'm going to love this person with all my heart, you might mean it intellectually, but until you feel it emotionally, deep down emotionally to the, to the point where it's a, it's a spiritual love even, it's so deep, that's when you feel that. That, that's a game changer. That changes everything. And what I learned from Liz that time she talked with us uh, was that a mother's love is beyond any level of love that the non-mother, if you will, could ever uh, understand or experience. So I think that's very important to know and, and to remember. So even when your mother is not uh, being, <laughs> when you might think she's being hard on you or uh, she doesn't love you, or you know, if you're if you're a teenager or whatever, and and, and even as adults, we we, gotta, we you might think that about your 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 years growing up, or even as your mother gets older, you might have those fleeting thoughts about uh, your mother not caring that much. Believe me, the true and purest love between people is what a mother's love is with her child, and um, and and I just without being a mother. I, I sense that to be true. I kind of know that to be true because of the experience I've had uh, receiving that level of love from my mother. And that will stay. That's why I say it will stay with you forever, even when you're in the process of losing your mother or you haven't been in touch with your mother uh, for whatever reason, for however many years or for whatever time. Know that the mother's love is pure enough where it will stay within you and in your heart and you within your mother's heart forever. Okay, um, so back to that. I, um, I just want to make sure that you know that the mother's influence is absolutely critical. And so pay attention to what you are saying as a mother to your children, what messages you are giving to your children, and, uh, and even as adults. The mother's impact, because of that love is so deep, even as adults, you, what you say to your children, even if your child is an adult, the things you say as an adult to your child has an impact on them. And it's, it's very profound because it's, it's unlike any other connection that exists between humans. Um, so I kind of went on a tangent there, but I wanted you to, to get the sense, at least for me, what I thought about a mother's love and how pure it was and how, how it just transcends this level of unconditional love that we seem to um, intellectually talk about. Uh, we're going to uh, take a, another break here in a, in a few seconds, uh, but before we do, I want to remind you of the number because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. And I've got something, uh, something, a couple of special things to share with you after the break uh, that uh, you might find interesting to know from a historical standpoint and also interesting and maybe even funny. So uh, call us when you get a chance at 866-404-6519. Would love to hear your thoughts on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Evermore, people have the means to live. 
but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel. The inspiration for the movie, Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection. With host Mary Simaluka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on Toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Sun, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, welcome back. We are extending Mother's Day to Mother Days, and this is the second day of Mother Days, and we are talking about mothers, and we're talking about all aspects of motherhood, and one of the things we just talked about was a mother's influence and a mother's love, and that is so very important to remember and hold on to, whether your mother is still here with you or not. Uh, I remember growing up, I was often considered, uh, some people would call me a, a mama's boy, because I was, I was so close to my mom. I was, you hang on her apron. I would just follow her around as a, as a very young boy. And uh, my sisters would tease me and call me a mama's boy. And, uh, but you know what? It didn't bother me because, you know, I loved my mom and I knew she loved me and it was all good. And so that love stays with me today. So mom to you, I, I give you all high praise and, and love, uh, right now and right here. So thank you for raising your son the way you did. On Facebook, as I mentioned, I changed my my profile picture to show the very last time I actually saw my mother. Uh, we, uh, we were in a restaurant, took her out to get a cup of coffee and something to eat and and uh, was, was uh, fortunate enough to have someone take our picture. And uh, that picture stays with me because that was really the last time that I saw her before she passed. Um, anyway, I that influence, that lifelong influence, never, never quits. So even as an adult, it is very, very important to uh, to keep that in mind. 
Now, the one thing I wanted to share with you was uh, something that um, we'll call it a a verbal sparring that takes place uh, within I'll call it the African American community primarily, and this is a cultural thing that you might be interested in knowing. Uh, if, if you've not heard of this phrase before, uh, I'm going to share with you what it really means. And it's called playing the dozens. Now, this is something that uh, that African-Americans uh, have done for many, many years. And I'll, I'll tell you where the roots of it are in a moment. But what it essentially is, is that one person will say something derogatory about another person's family. And it was it was a way to kind of needle them or get back at them about something uh, like, you know, your your sister wears army boots or, you know, some just something <laughs> crazy like that. And then the person would come back and say, well, your sister, you know, is so fat when she sits around the house, she sits around the house or something. You know, it would just go back and forth. And when you were talking about each other's family members, it was like a dig, a real dig deep into your gut, because now you're talking about family. You're talking about my bloodline. You're talking about, you know, it's not just a dig at me. I'm tough. I can take it. You can call me anything. But you start talking about my family and things get a little bit serious. They get heated. So that's what's called playing the dozens when you're going back and forth like that. Uh, and when it goes back, it, it, if you're very, very skilled at it and you're very agile verbally and you can really get good at it, uh, these things can last for a long time as you go back and forth, back and forth. Now, here's the deal. One one thing we'll call it the knockout punch, or the punch, or the the verbal, the verbal thing that might lead to a physical punch. Uh, it, it gets real heated, and as soon as it gets to a, a, a point that is just uh, you just can't take it anymore, is when someone brings up the mother. It says, "Well, your mother." That's when the whole game changes, when you talk about somebody's mother. And, in fact, you don't just say your mother. You say yo mama. When, that, when you hear that, it's over. You know, it's on. So, you know, that's something sacred about talking about a person's mother. You don't talk about a person's mother unless you're ready to throw down. So I just wanted to share that with you. It's kind of humorous when I talk about it that way, but it's kind of serious in a, in a respect as well. Now, let me just give you a little bit of insight on where that actually comes from. And you'll, um, you'll, you'll hear uh, that this is really deep, deeply rooted in, in uh, the history of African-Americans uh, back during slavery, to be honest with you, because there was a there was a time when if slaves fought against each other, if they physically hurt each other, uh, that was a problem. And you, in fact, there was a law against hurting another uh, a slave owner's property that way. You could not do that. So they really began when there was a fight to to happen. There was this thing of verbal confrontation that would take place, and they would just talk about each other in 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 a certain way. It can be a harmless game, but it could actually really lead to physical violence, as I talked about earlier. And um, this would happen uh, quite often. And now, what would happen over time is as slaves became older and and uh, less able to do work, you know, physical labor, they became, you know, less, oh, just less valuable. 
And as, as their value decreased, then uh, what would actually happen is they would, uh, they would, during auctions, when they would sell the slaves, they would sell them by the dozens. And so what you were really saying when we talk about playing the dozens, we're talking about devaluing someone so much that they're just one of a dozen that could be sold. All right. So I, I don't know. That's kind of a downer, and I didn't mean to really go there. But I wanted you to understand what the origin of the word the dozens really was about. Even though it's fun, it's, it's in jest as we use it today, as people talk about each other and talk about each other's family. And, and you don't go there when you say yo mama. You don't do that. The real origin of it is very, very serious, and I just wanted to share that with you. So we do have a couple of callers on the line. I will um, ask uh, the first caller, uh, Eve. Eve is on the line with us. Eve, if you're there, why don't you share something with us about motherhood? Well, first of all, I will never play the dozens again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know that, but, I, I, you know, comedians, they do that all the time. I really never partook in the dozens, um, but that was very interesting. Wow. Um, something about motherhood. Um, well, I can definitely speak from a single mother's perspective. Um, it is the hardest working job, of course, and you get um, an incredible amount of reward. Um, you know, it, it isn't always necessarily a payment. Um, you know, everybody doesn't have, you know, children that wind, wind up being, you know, famous celebrities or athletes or uh, neurosurgeons, but, you know, just to have, um, reared a young person, a child that becomes an adult in a society that uh, is, uh, so, um, diverse and in some instances uh, contaminated with uh, everything that, you know, particularly in the African-American community that is, you know, sometimes it seems like it sets your children up to fail, but, you know, to really instill in them from day one who they are, how important they are, and how important it is for them to be productive members of society and, you know, as a single parent, really to find ways to keep your children involved and to keep their minds being creative and to keep them involved in activities and, you know, not be lured by, you know, other things that could easily get them caught up, like gang violence or drugs or, you know, um, teenage pregnancy, and to just really keep them active and involved and you know, um, things that will, will stimulate them creatively and help them in their process to becoming adults. Wow, yes, that's very, very important to do. You know, with all of those pressures from the outside, it's very difficult to do that sometimes. What would you, what would you suggest when they're getting pressures from their peers to do certain things, and, but you, you know that uh, you want to lead them in the right way? Uh, you got to stay diligent well, about that. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, for me, I, I have two boys, and um, they're 24, and one will be 18 um, in about eight weeks. And I certainly wouldn't do that, because here's the thing. As parents, 
as soon as your kids leave out the door, they have all of these other influences that they have to deal with. And, you know, you have to depend on what you have already deposited in them to be like that rudimental foundation in them. And so sometimes that works, but as they begin to grow and experience different things, a lot of the things that you've been plant that you planted in them is challenged. So for for my sons, what I had to do was I had to um, get um, them involved in the boys and girls club. Um, one of my sons was extremely involved in the boys and girls club, and one of my sons I got him a mentor from Big Brothers Big Sisters organization, and you know I got them both involved in my local church, and I had them involved with mentors there and involved in activities there. And so basically just keeping them busy and involved and letting people, um, uh, and letting them know that people love them. And especially as young men that do not have fathers in their lives and, and my son's fathers, uh, were deceased. They need, they need men to affirm them as men. They need that affirmation from other men to let them know who they are and how important they are and what they can do and how they can do it. And for other men to let them know that, yeah, you're going to make mistakes, but you'll be able to navigate through life and be able to share some of their experiences and help them along the way. Yes, that's very, very important. Um, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because there are a lot of single mothers uh, raising men or raising, raising young boys to become men. And, you know, certainly without a father figure directly there in the home, uh, that can be very, very challenging. So seeking out those, those, uh, those father figures that are, you know, whether it's through Big Brothers or some other organizations that you can trust and not let the, the streets, so to speak, become the father. That's so important. Thank you for yeah. that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, wow. definitely. Well, you know, we're going to head into a break. Um, Eve, thank you very much for your call. That was very insightful. We might say a little bit more about that in a, in a bit in the next segment, but thank you again. And, uh, Everyone hang in. We've got, uh, we've got more callers on the line. I want you to hear from them. And I've got uh, something else to share with you right after the break. We'll talk to you then. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Tuggynet.com. 
Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back again. We're talking about Mother Days, and this is the second day of Mother Days. Um, we have been talking to, um, actually, we've been talking to mothers on the line. In fact, we had a caller who was in the process of uh, adoption to become a mother, and another mother who has... Uh, been raising young men by herself. So there are a lot of issues in terms of motherhood. It's not just simply the uh, mother and father in the home and they're raising the baby together, although that exists also. And I'm sure there are tremendous challenges in doing that, uh, to, have, uh, to have the ability to raise a child from birth and to guide them in the way they should go is often a challenge. You know, you know, fathers play such a big, big role, but we're not talking about fathers today. That's next month, June. We'll talk about the fathers in June. Today, it's Mother Days. I think we have another caller on the line, and I believe it is Liz. Is Liz on the line with us? Hi, Clarence. Well, hello, Liz. Hi, how are you? Doing great, doing great. Can you uh, tell us anything yeah. that we should know about motherhood? Well, I just know everything from my mom, who as well as a single parent. And the biggest thing that she taught me is just that your kids always come first. And I've always carried that into now being a parent myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that kid is coming first. <laughs> yeah, she's here now. Yes, okay. So what it, I heard your comment that the, the one thing you were taught from your mother was that your children come first. Yes, yeah. She always put us first no matter what. Like as a single parent, she always had a roof over our heads and made sure we had clothes, everything. We came first, no matter what, before her. We always came before her voice. Wow, that is a that is truly a mother's love. That's that that's that pure love that that um, we were talking about earlier, and that you can't do that if you're selfish and you're just thinking about yourself. That is a very unconditional, unselfish love that comes from a mother. Uh, with the baby that I hear in the background, are you able to do that with your child? 
Take care of that child. Okay, thank you. I will. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call in. Uh-huh. All right. Wow. Well there was there was motherhood firsthand. We we got to, we got to hear some parenting going on right there. And 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 this is the deal. Now here here's the thing. What I what I I just take away I always try to learn from every experience, right? What was happening there was uh, this mother called in. She had her baby with her. Her baby was actually um, either trying to speak out loud or crying or, or just irritated or something was going on there as, as the mother was trying to tell us about um, what it takes to really, what she learned from her own mother. And um, you did not hear this mother's voice change at all. You didn't hear her get upset. You didn't hear her raise her voice, or you didn't hear, you know, her hand go over the baby's mouth. You didn't hear any of that because there was pure love there, even though the child was was uh, uh, talking aloud or 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 crying a little bit. The mother's love was pure all the way through that. I mean, I don't know if you picked up on that. I certainly picked up on that, and I don't know that many people have that ability unless you have that level of love. All right. So uh, just making the connections here, there's something to be learned in everything that happens. So hopefully you're learning as we go here. I certainly am. And I love to hear that. Um, the one thing that also is, is very important about the mother's love being so pure is that um, they will give that, that level of, of uh, guidance and unconditional guidance and love. But you know, there are times and there are the exceptions, all right? So let's talk about the exceptions just for a brief moment because I don't want to belabor this, but, you know, it's not all roses. It's not all peaches and cream. There are mothers who, for some reason, cannot really make that connection or there's something else going on with them. Now, you normally hear about them when their actions are egregious, when you hear about something really bizarre happening and you and it normally makes the news because it's so odd you know someone like a Casey Anthony who who uh, uh, has been had, was accused of of actually killing her child I mean those kinds of things I think are absolutely the exception all right so let's I'm not going to focus on that at all but I don't want to uh, just b just make you believe that every mother has this just joyous love that's deep inside of them no matter what it doesn't always manifest that way. And uh, the rare cases where it doesn't, we need to really uh, be aware of that. We need to pick up on it and we need to support that mother so that she can get to that point. We need to support that child so they get the level of love they need in their lives. Um, what I've heard from, from some um, new mothers is that you know, initially, in, in fact, it was on TV not too long ago, there was a documentary about 
uh, sometimes a new mother literally resents the child immediately. They, it's just like there's no connection at all. They'll bring the child in after birth, lay this child on the mother's breast, and the mother actually rejects the child and says, no, take the child away. I'm not ready. And so there's this pushback that happens, not all the time. Again, I think that's more the exception than the rule, but it does happen. And when that happens, these mothers, as I understand, go through a level of uh, uh, discussion with the doctor, maybe even a, a, a mild level of therapy that gets to the root of what the issues might be. And it could be just very post, what do they call, uh, something that happens after pregnancy that, that happens to the hormones in the body and of the woman's body. And, and she's just not thinking clearly or not feeling her emotions are a little bit out of whack and, and they're maybe resentful because of either something else that's going on in their life or the fact that they had to carry this child around for nine months and it was miserable or whatever it is. Those things might trigger this, this level of rejection, anxiety, uh, this resentment, whatever is happening at that moment. But nine times out of ten, the mother gets through that period and, it, and usually the period doesn't last very long. And the mother's love begins to come through and it becomes it, it begins to shine and and they begin to get this close bond that takes place. And the level of mother's love just becomes overpowering against everything else that ever happened. So um, if that happens, if you're an, if you're a new mother or if you're waiting to have a child and you and that something like that happens to you where you feel that uh, that just brief moment of, of rejection, of resentment, or whatever that emotion is that you might be feeling, first of all, acknowledge it and say, okay, this is not unusual, but tell someone. Let your doctor know so that if there is something else going on there, they can help you. Because this is not just to help you, it's to help the child also. And you really, really, whether you at that very moment don't feel love for that child, you really should feel um, a level of caring for another human being that you want that child to 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 have love in their life, even if it means you have to have someone else raise that child if that 's where you end up, whatever it is don 't punish the child because of what you might be feeling um, okay, so one other thing I wanted to leave with you um, i don 't have any other callers on the line, so um, one thing that i that I looked up recently were the top what, what was it? The top 100 uh, songs uh, about mothers. And uh, uh, if you go to my blog at clarencecaldwell.tumblr, uh, you'll see I'll, I'll post what these top 100 songs are. Uh, they are, well, I don't know if they're in any given order, but the first one at the top is Dear Mama by Tupac. <laughs> then there's Mother and Child Reunion, Paul Simon, uh, Mother-in-Law, I think that's a real old one. Mother-in-law. That was by Ernie K. Doe. Uh, Mama Told Me Not to Come, Three Dog Night. Mama Said by the Shirelles. Mama Tried, Merle Haggard. Mama He Treats Your Daughter Mean by Ruth Brown. Your Mama Don't Dance, Loggins and Messina. Mama Don't Allow by Hank Thompson. Mother's Little Helper by the Rolling Stones. Those are the top 10, or at least on this list. There's 100 of them. Again, if you go to my blog at clarencecaldwell.tumblr, 
www.tumblr.tumblr. Uh, You'll see those there posted, and uh, feel free to follow me as well. Um, so with that, I'm going to, hopefully that's a, a nice note to, to start wrapping the show up on because I, I, I did talk about this other issue of, of mothers and rejection of child. And, and I think that's such a, an exception, you know, even in mild cases where there's an issue between mother and child, it's usually not indicative of the mother's love as much as maybe what the mother is feeling about themselves so much. So never doubt the mother's true love it is the purest love it is the the best love that can happen between uh between people so hang on to that one and hopefully hopefully today's show was meaningful to you if whether you're a mother or not um i hope you got something out of today's show and um hopefully if you've had any issues there in being a mother or or with your mother that we were able to shed a little light that that might help in that area as well uh, I did want to give honorable mention to my daughter. My daughter has two lovely little boys. Um, she's one of the f- most fabulous mothers that I've ever seen. Um, I, and I just, I marvel when I, when I see her. So big shout outs to uh, my daughter and her two sons. Um, and they have a great father too. But we'll talk about him next month. In the meanwhile, I, do what I always suggest you do. Live your life this week with gratitude. Give whenever you can. And because you have the power to choose, always love first and then choose. And you'll have a great week. Talk to you next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.